everyone. How are you? Everybody enjoy the service with us. Welcome in the house of the Lord this morning. And um, let's just sit and just pray together. Father God, thank you so much for this morning. And thank you that you are our God. Thank you that we can be in your house again this morning. And that we can just come and sit at your feet. And just come and listen at your word. And come and hear what you want to tell us. Lord, we love you so much and we, we just want to give you all the honor this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Today we are going to talk about faith and fear. Um, God just put this on my heart this week. Um, to know about, so that you can know more about faith and fear. Because if you see the picture that I put on our Facebook and on our church group, you will see that there's two arrows. Faith goes the one way and fear goes the other way. And fear can actually be crippling. Fear can become part of anyone's life. And the enemy actually uses this fear to influence us badly. In my own life, you know that I always use my own life as an example. In my own life, um, after my mother passed away, I couldn't sleep. I just couldn't sleep. From the day that she passed away, from that night, I couldn't sleep. And that became a problem. During the night, my brain would work overtime. And then I would go through the night without sleep. I would lie awake next to the knee and just hear how he snores and sleep the whole night and I would just wait for the sun to come out in the morning. And I would lie awake and think and think because your brain won't let you sleep. The, the accident went in my head over and over and over again. And I started to, and actually after that, I started to de develop a fear. Because from about five in the afternoons, I, I, I would start panicking because I know it's going to be dark soon. And then it's another night without sleep. It's another night going through the night, just waiting for the sun to come up. And then you know when you go to the doctor and say, Doctor, my mother passed away, I can't sleep. What do they do? No, you've got stress. So now they give you stress pills and now they give you sleeping pills. <coughs> and I didn't want to drink the sleeping pills, but when you go without sleep for four to five days, you are in your glory. After four, four or five days of sleep, you can't even think straight. So then I started to drink sleeping pills because I couldn't sleep. And the fear crippled me so much that I had to take the sleeping pills to sleep. Because if I didn't sleep, then I was so tired in, in the daytime that I just tried to away. So then I started to, to take the sleeping pills and 
then I couldn't just get rid of the sleeping pills. Now I've got a new problem. My problem was I couldn't sleep, then I took the pills, now I can't sleep without the pills. And that became a problem because I said to the dear, I don't want to leave this pills, but I can't. It feels like if I leave it, I can go without sleep again for three days. You just go on and on and on. And then I went for operation. That, that went about on for about three years. For about three years. And you know what the devil does? When, when the pulse get, if there's just a few left, yeah, you can go back to the doctor to get your prescription. Because now you've got that fear that you don't have a lot of pulse left. So now I must go and get my pulse before it's, it's finished. And then I went for operation, but that, that went about on for three, three years. For three years after my mother passed away, I was on this pulse. And then one day I just couldn't take it anymore. I said to me, I can't do this anymore. And I, and I prayed so much, and I prayed and I cried, and I said to God, I can't do this anymore. I can't take this anymore. I don't want to drink this pills anymore. And I'm tired of being scared. I'm tired of this fear. And I must do something about it. And he must help me because I can't help myself. And then what actually happened, I went to, I had to get an operation. And when I went to the doctor, he said, and he said to me, he's going to give me this uh, injections. But I must take it with the hospital with me. So if I've got a lot of pain, I must tell them they must inject me with this uh, strong pain medication. And then I said to them, you know what? I'm just scared to take my pills with. And I think God did that so that I would get rid of the pills. So then I went to hospital. I didn't take the pills, but I left it at home. I went for the operation. And because I was too scared, if I take my pills with, and I drink the pills, and I get the injections, I won't wake up, and then I'll die. So I was too scared to die. So I left the pills at home. I went for the operation. I was in the hospital for three days. And for three days, I didn't drink sleeping pills, or stress pills, or anything. And when I get, got home, when we got home, I said, you know what, for three days, God helped me, I didn't drink sleeping pills, and I'm not going to drink it again. And I took the pills at home, and I put it in the toilet, and I said, I'm done. God helped me. So, God heard my prayer, and He helped me, and He came to my rescue. And from that day, I didn't even have a sleeping pill again, or a stress pill. If I'm stressed, I'll just go and sit at the feet of Jesus and then he'll help me with that. So, I tell you the story because I want you to understand that anyone can get fear in their lives. The devil uses that fear. All of us have experienced fear in our lives. And the definition of fear is, it's an unpleasant feeling triggered by the perception of danger real or imagined. That's what the dictionary says. It's real or imagined. And that is what the enemy uses. 
Sometimes things aren't even as bad as it seems, or not as bad as we think or imagine. But then the enemy takes this little fear and he blows it up out of proportion. And then we are so afraid and so terrified. The enemy uses this small thing and then he creates a big fear for us. Fear produces physical and emotional symptoms. Like in my case, I couldn't sleep because I was so emotional, but what happened? Because of the lack of sleep, my body was tired. And when fear attacks us, we can feel shaky and weak. But God comes and He encourages us through His Word. And we read in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, in the New Living Translation, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. We all face situations where we feel afraid. For some, it's speaking in front of other people. Others are afraid of confrontations. Sometimes I don't like confrontations, so you'll see uh, if there's a conflict, I'll just remove myself from the situation. Because I don't want to get involved in, in stress or confrontations. I'll just take myself out of it. Others are afraid of being made look like look foolish. They don't like other people to um, let them look foolish. Others are afraid of rejection. Rejection is a big fear. People don't like to feel rejected. We don't like to feel rejected and if we are not good enough. And the list goes on and on and on. There's so many things that we are afraid of. Physical things like snakes or spiders or some people don't like frogs. But we all deal with fear. There's a lot of fear. Things that create fear. The first step in dealing with such fears is to understand that they are not from God. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 that we just read says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. So it's not from God. We can say, you know what? This isn't God that's making me feel like this. It's not God. God hasn't given me this. So you must know that it's not from God. It's not from God. Fear is not from God. He's not a God that will make us all to be afraid. He's not a God like that. The second part of the verse is God of power, love, and self-discipline. So God gave us power, love, and self-discipline. Firstly, He gave us power because we all have His power supporting us. The second thing is love. How do we love each other? By serving each other like Jesus did. That's how we love each other. The third thing is self-discipline. It means we must have a calm, self-controlled mind. Not a mind that panics. The devil wants us to have a mind that panics. We are not supposed to have a mind like that. And if you panic, 
you can immediately say, God, I know this is not from you. It's not from you. It's not what you have in store for me. It's not from you. So when you panic, you can just go and say, Lord, you know I'm on the brink to panic now. So please just come and give me a self-controlled mind. Because I know this is not from you. It's not from you. God, God wants us to take his power and his love and his self-discipline and overcome fear. It's like the story about the mother who tucked in a little boy. There was a big storm and she put him in bed and she just wanted to calm him down with the storm. And she was about to turn off the light when he said, Mommy, will you stay with me all night? And she just smiled and she gave him a warm, reassuring hug and she said to him, I can't. I have to sleep in daddy's room. And a long silence followed and then the next moment he said, daddy is a real sissy. So then he knew that mommy has to sleep with daddy because daddy is scared. So now he said, daddy is a real sissy. So we know that fear is not from God. And the enemy loves getting God's people to be afraid. He loves it. And he loves it when we don't trust God. So fear immobilizes you from action. The enemy will always say the opposite of what God says. When God says in his word, test me. In Malachi 3 he says, test me and see if I will not bless you more than you ever dreamed about. When you die, then the devil will say, but what, what if God doesn't come through? How will you pay your bills? You see, every time that God says something positive, the devil will come and he will change it to something negative. It's the same with faith, faith and fear. With God we have faith, with the devil, that's why it's in opposite directions. You see, Satan will, will, will use fear to keep you from acting in faith when God speaks to your heart to do something. God promises that he will guide us and that he will care for us and that he will keep us safe. He commands us in Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6. He says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and He will show you which path to take. He will show you the way. He will show us. He only says, trust me. That's the only thing He says, trust me. I will show you the way. Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. God doesn't want us to live in the spirit of fear. That's not what is God in store for us. That's not what He planned for us. And He wants us to conquer our fears, to overcome it. So how can we overcome fear? The first one is cast your burdens on the Lord. We don't have to keep anything from Him. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Give your burdens to the Lord and He will take care of you. So, just give your fears to Jesus. 
promises that he will take care of us and he will take away all our fears. We just have to go and sit and say, Lord, you know I've got this fear in my heart and I can't deal with this alone and I don't want to do anything without you. So please just come, take this fear and help me to overcome this. I don't want to be afraid. I don't want to be scared. Just come and help me. I don't know how to deal with this. Please just come and help me. That's all we have to do. The second thing is take refuge in Him. In Psalm 27, 1, David said, He said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. So why should I be afraid? Who come with that boundaries? He's my light and He's my salvation. Then He said in verse 5, He said, When troubles come, he will hide me in his sanctuary. We have a safe place to go to. A safe place. We can take refuge in him. Jesus is our safe place. You can just go to him and say, I'm scared. I've got this fear in my heart. I don't know how to deal with this. Just come, Lord, and protect him. And you can just go and sit under his arm, climb under his arms and take refuge in him. Because he's always there. He's always there for us. The third thing is, replace fearful thoughts with thoughts of God. God has given us the way to keep our fear from paralyzing us. It involves changing our focus. Just change your focus from the things that are causing you fear and replace it with thoughts of God. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. So just go and pray. Just go and sit with the Lord and tell Him, I've got this fear. Things aren't so nice in my life. Things aren't good. Things just aren't going well. Please just come and give me peace again. We can cast all our anxieties and all our fears. The Bible says, cast your fears. It's not just going to put it there at the feet of Jesus and just on your way. But I always think of it like this. If you go and put it at the feet of Jesus and you say, Lord, yes, my fears, but what do people do? They turn around and they take this one. I'll, I'll just take this one back again. That's why he said cost. How do you cost when you are at the dam? That's why he says cost your bones. Hoid it. Because if you throw it, you can't go and take it back again. It's gone. Cast your burdens. So just go and all your anxieties, all your fears, just go and give it to God in prayer. Then our hearts and our minds will be guarded by the peace of God. It's a peace that only God can bring. You can try and Resolve your own fears. I'm telling you, it won't work. If you 
you are not prepared to go and sit at the feet of Jesus and go and tell him, listen, I've got this fear. Don't think you are good enough or, or good to just resolve it yourself. There's no way. We can't take this fear in our lives away on our own. We need God. We need Jesus. My two favorite verses in the Bible, I've got two verses, and that's the most beautiful verses for me in the Bible. And I'll share it with you this morning. My first verse is Psalm 4610. That's why I played this song in the stillness before the service. Because in the stillness of who Jesus is, there is the place where we find peace. That's the place where we find peace. Psalm 4610 says, Be still and know that I am God. That's the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful verses that I love and are so fond about. When things are not so nice in my life, I will go and sit at the feet of Jesus and just be still. I'll just sit there and I'll say nothing and I'll just sit at His feet. And then eventually I will say to God, I will say, Lord, I don't even know how to do this. I don't even have anything to say, but you know. My heart is in turmoil. I don't know how to do this, but you know. I just want to sit at your feet and be still and know that you are God and that you are in control and you will help me with this. No matter what, I'm your child, you love me, you will help me sort this out. Because you see, when we go and sit there and we just need to be still and listen and then you will hear the Father's voice. When it's still, you will hear the Father's voice. And when you feel that everything in life is in chaos, you can just know, know and you can just go and sit still and know he's, in, he's God. He's in control. I always say this and I will say this till the day I die. That no matter what is in what turmoil, turmoil our life or our world or everything around us is. God is in control and He will never shift from His position. He stays in His position. And that's the only thing that gives me hope. Because no matter what happens beneath Him, nobody else is going on top of Him. Because he stays in control at the top. And that's what gives us hope. Because he stays in control. He is God. He is the God of all the gods. He, he will never change his position. And he will always stay there. And he's always in control. And he will help us. He said that in his word. He said that. We just need to be still and listen to his voice. Ask him sort out the mess in your life. Ask him to take away your fear and he will. The second verse, this is actually the verse when, when I couldn't sleep and after that, after I came out of the hospital, I said to God, you know what? You must give me a verse and I need something to, 
built my life on it. And I put this verse up in our house there in the sitting room. And it was Isaiah 41 verse 10. And it says, Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. The other translation says, righteous right hand. If that doesn't give you hope, I don't know what will. After that, when I was afraid, I would just look at this verse and just think and know that He is God. And He said, I don't have to be afraid, for He is with me. He's my God, He will protect me, He will always be with me. And that can give all of us hope. We don't have to be afraid because He is with us. We don't have to be discouraged for He is our God. He will strengthen us and He will help us through any situation. Don't allow fear to overwhelm you. If you ever feel there is a feeling of fear in your heart, go and pray. Pray to God, ask Him, tell Him, tell Him, God, I know this is not from You. Please come and take it away. Please just come and remove it. I don't want this fear. Take it. I don't want it. We can pray and God will help us. Because in Psalm 34, 4, He says, I prayed to the Lord and He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. So there's no fear that he won't take away. The word says all, all of my fears, all of it, no matter what it is, he will take it away. We can see that we've got fear on the one side and faith on the other side. Just like everything is positive and negative, God and the devil, everything, every positive has got a negative. But you see, faith and fear can't coexist. They can't exist together. Faith and fear cannot occupy the same space. So when you are in fear, faith is not active. But when you are in faith, fear disappears. And that's what actually, it's like we, we, we learned about the white dog and the black dog. It's just, which one are you going to allow? Are you going to allow the fear to take over your life? Or are you going to trust God to take away this fear? Because they can't occupy the same space. There's only one space. So we must decide, are you going to allow the fear or are you going to let God's help take away your fear. So it's the one or the other. Remember, faith always defeats fear. And you don't have to live with this fear. Because faith, God will come and He will take away. When, when God takes the space, the fear disappears. And it will eventually be gone. Because God will take this whole space. Don't let the fear overwhelm your faith. Be 
Because small fears, God is always greater. He is always there to stand by your side. You must just allow Him. Just allow Him to help you face your fears and protect you in those fearful and in those weak moments. Scripture builds our faith while reducing our fear. So if you have fear, go and read your Bible. Go and look. If you go and look, there's about um, there's actually a verse for every day of the year. 365 verses. If you can use there's actually one verse for every day of the year. So we don't have to be afraid. You can go and read a different verse every day to take away the fear. God knew we would have fears in our life, so He created a path for peace and courage. Focus on Him. Build your life on Him. Just build your life around Him. Allow Him to replace your fear with faith. Fear is based on the deceptive lies of the Satan. He wants to give us all these lies to just be afraid, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. But then God comes and gives us all these promises in His Word. So go and build your life on that. Go and take your Bible. Replace this fear with faith so that God can come and take away all fears. We don't have to live like that. It's not from God. He didn't give it to us, so let's just go and say, you know what, enemy, you don't have any hope over me, because God is my Father, and He will take away my fear. And we decide to trust Him. We won't stand for fear, it's not from God. So I will never in my life again I'll just go and sit at the feet of Jesus and get my faith and my peace from Him. Amen? Father God, thank you so much for this morning and thank you for your word. And thank you so much that we can know, Lord, that we have a safe place at your feet. Lord, thank you that we can just come and get your peace and if we are afraid Lord we can just go and sit at your feet and be still and know Lord that you are God and you are in control and you love us and you will take away all our fears no matter what. Lord I pray that you will just please come and bless these people in this church this morning and everyone who is listening to this message. Lord I pray that you will just come and reveal yourself to each one. And I pray that you will just keep them safe, Lord. Take away their fears and look deep into their hearts. And I pray that you will bring the peace that's only from you. Lord, we love you so much. And I, I just want to thank you that you love us so much. And that you also took away my fear. Lord, I give you all the honor honor and the glory because you are our God you are in control you stay in control and that's our hope because Lord our hope is in Jesus and 
We love you so much for sending Jesus for our salvation. Lord, we love you so much and I pray that you will just bless and keep these people safe and just be glorified by what you do.